It's September, everyone, so it's time for us to talk about August. Always look backwards, that's our motto. That's because if you look forward in 2020, you'll see scary stuff. of increasing our listenership, this podcast is now called Winds of Winter Game of Thrones release date. Don't worry, we're still talking cycling, and if you've arrived looking for the Winds of Winter Game of Thrones release date, we've hidden it randomly in this episode, so listen very closely to the entire thing. Let's talk racing. Strad Bianc. No, not Remco Empole, the other you-know-who. Well, the nerd. Remco did win the Vuelta a Burgos, though. We congratulated him for it in the last monthly wrap, even though the race hadn't started when we recorded. That was supposed to be a joke, but he's really just that good. And to prove it, he drank his podium champagne, put his feet up for about ten minutes, and then drove over to win the Tour of Poland about a day later. Lombardia didn't work out for him, though. He disappeared off a cliff edge and ended his season. Then his soigneur was filmed removing an illicit object from his back pocket, so it might have ended his career too. But probably not, since the UCI investigation isn't going to go anywhere. Jakob Fuglsang ultimately won with a solo victory from a breakaway. In the Milan-San Remo, Wout van Aert won again, outsprinting Julian Alaphilippe. There was so much racing going on that we missed this one and had to watch the highlights, so don't expect any insight here. The racing highlight of the month was the monstrously hilly Dauphiné, Primoz Roglic won with... Wait, wait, he didn't win? Oh, yeah. Roglic and his Jumbo-Visma team schooled everyone for four stages. Chris Froome and Geraint Thomas looked so amateur in Roglic's wake that they were not so quietly dropped from the Ineos Tour de France squad. And again, Bernal spent so much time looking up the road at Roglic in the distance that he developed a mysterious back injury and had to drop out of the race. But a day of a hundred crashes took Roglic with it, and he retired while in the race lead the morning before the final stage. His teammate Sepp Kuss took the final stage win, while Danny fucking Martinez won the overall. Despite losing the leader in the overall victory, Jumbo-Visma were the clear winners and headed into the Tour de France looking like the team to beat. we drowned under the weight of about a million press releases from brands launching products before the tour. We covered some of the ones from the PR people we liked. Chinese bike computer Meilan launched a cycling app compatible with their entire line of GPS units, and it's also standalone. I haven't installed it. They also announced a smart light that automatically indicates your direction of travel as you approach a turn, which is pretty cool, if you're a Fred. 
Live Cycling launched a new mountain bike range with forgiving geometry that's apparently designed to inspire confidence, whatever that means. Camelback announced a pro series of their backpack water bottle thing that's popular with 90s mountain bikers and the US military. It'll be available in the spring. Hammerhead opened Karoo 2 pre-orders. Roval launched the super light Roval CL wheels. They promised to let you conquer mountains, flatten hills, and feel your bike come alive, which sounds a bit Lovecraftian. And 100% launched a limited edition gold range of Peter Sagan sunglasses for the Tour de France, which is about as subtle as you'd expect. news our sticker giveaway was featured on a ton of freebie websites and forums early on a Sunday and we got it inundated with more than a thousand orders before we could shut down the page in our hungover stupor. You can still have a free sticker if you listen to this though just use the contact form on our site. Mention that you heard about it here so we know you're not a coupon mom from Ohio. Okay, that's it. It's a short update this month, despite all the racing, because the Tour de France is happening right now. Bye.